to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I am your host, Megan Walker, and I am accompanied by Harrison on the board and my brother, Mitchell Walker, who is a cadet at West Point. Shout out to Layton's Pub for their amazing food. I am so excited to dive into this. I'm starving. I cannot wait. And you look very hungry, too. So oh, yeah. This Always is going to be fun. But is this yeah. the first time you're going to be having Layton's? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, you're, that's a treat right yeah. there. You're, you're very blessed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, on the last segment, we kind of talked about the physical toughness of being a West Point cadet and being an athlete. And in this segment, let's talk about like the physical not the physical, the emotional and mental part of being an athlete. Because, like, I'm an athlete. I'm a D1 athlete, and I'm doing school and athletics. And it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard managing my time and getting everything done by the time it needs to be done and getting practice in and feeling, like, good mentally. And I cannot imagine how you do it. Because West Point is so much more. It's like prison college. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's what people call it. Literally. <laughs> and so I can't imagine it. So what do you do to fill up your cup? Because you are so busy with schoolwork athletics and you're doing other things outside of that so what do you do to stay good in your head yeah like obviously giving yourself some credit like you've gotten this far you don't need to be the best at everything um but just also like retreating to the things that you know and can rely on so like i'm gonna go back to my faith um i trust in god is gonna give me the strength i need to get through every single day i'm gonna go back to my family talking to you talking to mom talking to dad talking to grandma um getting pictures of the dogs back home um but also like Going back to my um, girlfriend and I have been dating for four years. So that relationship is obviously going to be pretty strong. Um, and just that kind of helps me get through the day every single day. You are a businessman. Yes. Are you not? I am. Yes. Okay. This is something that I find so funny, but Mitchell's an avid knitter. Okay. So sewer, knitter, same thing. And what other side businesses do you have? Because you make some good cash at West Point doing little side gigs. Because there's so many like annoying tasks that they have to do that they will just like pay him to do for them. Oh, so like you got the sewing down. So if someone has like a sewing issue, you can make some extra cash off of it. Because they have like yeah. patches and whatnot that they always need yeah. to have on their uniforms. So you do that. What else do you do? Yeah, so um, I'll find old textbooks and then uh, haul them in loads to the local Walgreens and then send them out for money. <laughs> and then we make beds um, beginning of every semester. So West Point's got like the hospital corners. And like the thing that is beginning to happen is everyone just makes the bed once and then duct tapes it down. So my roommate and I have gotten very good at it. We can make a bed in seven minutes and get $25 for it with zero input costs. Do you know how many beds you've made? Uh, in the span of three days in uh, be January, we made 1200 bucks. Isn't that <laughs> oh, crazy? And that's with, so those three days are like blocked off for everyone else to prepare. So we both got back in like three hours. Our room was set up. We were good to go. And We've made beds every single like hour of every day. So did that market like kind of already exist? Did you see like other, is that kind of how people were making money or do you just kind of pioneer that? As oh, like... no. People, everyone does. There's, there's okay. someone in every single company. There's 36 cadet companies. But think about it, there's 120 people in every company. It's 120 beds that need to be made. That's crazy. Gotta do it. It's yep. you. Just happens to be you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's funny. But that takes a lot of discipline to like be doing all your stuff and also having like these little side gigs. Yeah. Well, it helps. You, you prioritize it. I mean, during the week you're doing school. Saturday night, Sunday night, you're doing side gig. I feel like if I had free time, I would not be wanting to be making beds. Yeah, but what am I going to do with my free time? I would be like on the phone with my family. I'd be watching TikToks. I don't know. like. But you can do both at the same time. I can talk to you on the phone while sewing. Businessman. Businessman. No, that's <laughs> who you are. You're very business-minded. So good for you. Oh, yeah. 
Was, so what do you? Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go, oh, you got it. I'll, I'll take it away here. Uh, so I do want to ask because uh, recreational wise, I kind of want to stay on this because when you get back, you know, you, there's not going to be thousands of beds for you to make for you know more money. Recreational wise, like when you really do have free time, do you have any hobbies? Like even if it's just like a book or you know sports in general that you'll find yourself doing even with some of the other guys when you actually have some off time. Yeah, I'd say if I had to nail down my hobby to like one statement, it'd be just people. You're getting to know people. We're spending time with people. We're also often focused on like, I need to study for this test. I need mm-hmm. to do this reading assignment. I need to do this assignment. Um, but just spending time with people um, is a good way to do it because you're taking the edge off a little bit. You're retreating from your studies, whether that be taking an Uber or something to go to a restaurant off, off post because really on West Point, it, like she said, it's prison college. Or like uh, my company just got a pool table this semester. So from the span of January to May, we probably played, my roommate and I probably played a couple hundred hours at pool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's that's a good time killer. Yeah, definitely. That's so funny to me. That's so funny. So you don't like read any books? Oh, I, we read a lot of books. But it's like the point, like you'll have classes that you have to read 80 pages a night. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to read for fun because I don't, I just read 80 pages for this class. So yeah. do you watch any Netflix or anything? Like, do you do any normal people stuff? Yeah, we watch, we watch a movie like once a week, maybe. Okay. There you go. Yeah. But no, no TV, no movies during the week. Usually. That's crazy. Do you love it? Like, do you love doing what you're doing? Oh yeah. The grind is the grind. It's a good time. That's true. As cliche as cliche as it is. If you have, it's kind of like work, like work sucks. Everyone says that, but if you're not doing anything, and you're just sitting at home all the time like man you get depressed fast like it's yeah. crazy what not doing anything does to you like if you have like some sort of purpose you know even if it's you know making beds if you're doing something just staying active uh it definitely helps a lot and you know megan i kind of want to ask you that same kind of note here you know when you are finding yourself kind of in those lows what are some of the ways you get out of it are you kind of like him where it's just like social let's go hang with some friends go do something outside um you know what are kind of some things you like to do um, well, I feel like I'm an introvert and I'm also an extrovert. Like I love being with people. I love like that's refreshing me, but also like being on my own mm-hmm. is very refreshing. Like that fills up my cup, but just like being present with myself. I feel like that's my biggest thing. Like that's what I love to do. That's going to get me back to my correct headspace or workout. If I do not work out for like two days, my head just goes crazy. So like I need to be physically active. Otherwise I'm going to go insane. Are you the same way, Mitchell? Yeah, I'd say the same. I mean, like being home, it's kind of weird. I get like the I don't want to work out vibes because it's like (laughs) I just need a break because Mm -hmm. we're doing like when we're in school, like I might be going from a workout in the morning to my survival swim class or my boxing class right after to a second workout after school that day. Oh, so So, you have two workouts every day? Yeah, usually. That's pretty that's pretty standard. Man, so you're going through two days all the time. Yeah, I can see how the need to just kind of lay back. What, what about uh, injuries? I mean, I'd imagine you guys constantly working out. Uh, there's going to be injuries along the way. What's that kind of process like? And uh, how many, you know, other students, student athletes, I should say, um, actually kind of go through that injury? Just I feel like being active all the time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty dependent. I've been pretty fortunate. Um, I haven't really gotten injured at West Point. But you get your little nicks, your little dings. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're boxing like. I was the guy that got the bloody nose every single fight. So we'd have <laughs> like your grade is made up of four or five grade bouts. And like your punch, like, I, I fought a football player who was two inches taller than I was. And I was shocked. He had like longer reach than I did. So I'm getting socked in the nose every single time. <laughs> but a lot of little nicks and dings are pretty avoidable if, you, if you're smart, but like people will have shoulders that'll pop out doing combatives because you're, you're choking someone and you put them in a choke and you get their arm pinned and then boom, the shoulder pops out. So some of that stuff is just kind of like 
a fluke kind of thing. I'm sure you got a pretty good medical staff yeah. over there too with everything. What I mean, are they, um, you know, maybe talk about the kind of efficiency of those guys? Because I imagine they're pretty bared to the teeth yeah. um, on being able to help people. Yeah, because they've obviously got to be like treating our athletes, our, well, treating our cadets. They're, mm -hmm. they're minded on getting those kids to graduation. Okay. So let's say a cadet pulls their hamstring in the ACFT or the Army Combat Fitness Test three months before graduation. They need to get that cadet to graduation. That cadet needs to be fit and qualified to serve in the army. So they're going to do everything in their power to make sure they get them there. So, oh, so they're they're on that timeline too. Yeah. Yes. That's impressive. If not expedited, because like our cadets, like you don't get injured and come back for a fifth year. Like you're you're getting in and out in four years for the most part, unless you have a disciplinary issue. That means that you need to go back for a fifth year, and that's usually not going to be good if you have that. Right. Man, so you can't if you you if you leave, you're not coming back. There are situations like. Cadets will get kicked out academically, and then you have like they give you the chance to reapply. Um, I'm sure you got to do like paperwork, a lot of stuff to say how it happened, and they got to believe yeah. it. Yeah, there's a lot of like the, the the processes are all methodical. The government doesn't want to waste their money, so if you're failing every single class you're taking after a semester or after two semesters, probably going to get cut because the government doesn't want to put money into something that's not going to give them the return. How is that kind of just teaching curriculum? I'd imagine over there, like you said. It's definitely you're not wasting money over there. You guys are going to essentially, like you said, um, getting paid to go to school, do all this stuff. You know, how strict are they? Does it kind of feel like a prep school almost when you're down there? I mean, I've never experienced what being in a prep school is like, but like I went to a private, Megan and I both went to a private Christian high school mm -hmm. for at least part of our time in high school. And like they were extremely strict, extremely strict. And in some ways, West Point is more strict because like you show up, you don't show up to class your tactical officer who's a captain or a major who's like a legit military officer who's in charge of you gets a call and they're like hey this cadet's not in class and they're going to punish you um and take away your weekends if you're not going to class so stuff like that and you're taking more credit hours like i don't know what what's like average first at nebraska is like 16 credit hours pretty average 16, yeah 16 yeah. is usually 16 18 and we're between mm -hmm. there yeah so west point minimum freshman year is like 20 every semester so we're taking more credit hours because like the way i like to think of it is you're paying like this the government is paying me to go to college and the taxpayers are paying for it mm -hmm. so why not give my best like you have to go out and do more to essentially reap the returns essentially yeah and then getting that timeline as well you never know what might happen um it, it's pretty it's just pretty crazy to go through all that you talking about it it's obviously a very tough journey um, but one that has a lot of good values what was kind of the family like when you're going through this decision, was it something that they talked to you about? Was it something um, that you brought up to them? And then what was that overall support? Cause obviously you made the decision. I'm sure they were behind you on it, but what was that journey like? Yeah. I mean, Megan can speak to it too. Like I said, like our parents are all, they're always invested in whatever you want to do. We'll make it happen kind of thing. As long mm -hmm. as it's realistic, like, Oh, I want to move to a foreign country. That's probably not realistic, but it's, <laughs> if it's realistic, they're going to support you every single step of the journey. So just even, like for me, like going out through the process, like being able to not have to work because my parents will say, hey, we'll give you a stipend so you can focus on your school kind of thing. So they they were enablers in every single way. And Megan was too. Asking questions, making me think about everything from every single angle so, to make sure I was making the correct decision. Absolutely. Megan, what was it like when you when he was uh, when he decided on that? And you knew that. Uh, what do I say? Communications were going to be limited for a little while. Um, well, I knew he wanted to go to the army at a young age. He always wanted to like be something somewhat military. And he was a special kid in high school. Like, he was the one kid that stood out. Like, he was a smart <laughs> little cookie, and he was a little weird. But it's whatever. But, like, when he when the option of going to West Point kind of came up, like, it didn't surprise me at all. Like, I kind of expected that he would go do something big with his life. And that's what he did. And I'm very proud of him. And I'm going to push, like, him to do his best. 
it was very like sad to think about like oh my brother's going away for like he's gonna go to freaking new york how like, long we're from south dakota uh, how long of a drive or flight is that 27 hour drive and about 12 to 14 hours of travel because there's no direct flights from new york to uh, south dakota mm -hmm. so like that was baffling for my mind and like i feel like our family is very close and like that's just how i've grown up is like you stay close to your family and Mitchell just freaking broke those rules so yeah i was gonna say that's pretty small you, you guys are coming from a small environment mm -hmm. um i'm from nebraska i've you know 15 minutes ish from south dakota so i'm kind of aware of that region uh what was your graduating class in high school class of 81 class of 81 yep. uh how many people were in there or excuse me 81 at, i was breaking on my way. No, no, <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah no way your class of 81 be a little older no, um, no, no, but no, no 81 kids so you go to new york was there any fear on going to such i mean i've been to south dakota not a ton going on it gets pretty good in the black hills region but were you a little bit scared or nervous when you're making that huge jump to go into a completely new different location yes in the sense of like i mentioned earlier like demographically i knew there were going to be kids that were better prepared than i was mm -hmm. and it's a competitive environment so you want to do well but other than that like the state of new york wasn't like too like i knew it was in upstate new york which is pretty pretty chill compared to new york city but the yeah. times i've been in new york city like i had some friends that my girlfriend was out visiting and they're like hey you guys want to go to new york city and we're like sure and it was it's an eye-opening experience because i've never been before yeah so i just know my times in new york city i always feel like i couldn't do that i'm not one of those people though i wouldn't want to live in such a huge environment but mm -hmm. um if you've got those social skills and that's one of the things you like doing just being social makes sense megan what about you would you ever yeah, I mean, you came to Nebraska, but were you ever thinking about, I want to go to a big city? I'm not like a big city girl. Like, I love people, but I love, like, I don't love people, if that makes sense. Like, I am okay with being, like, in a big area. Like, I love New York City. I think it's beautiful. I think it's a great environment, but I could never live there. Okay. So, yeah. I think Nebraska is my perfect size. Like, it's my perfect fit. Yeah. So, I'm happy with where I It definitely is kind of like a small town feel mm -hmm. to it, but it's but not. It's, there's stuff yeah, to do still. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point, though, to go ahead and put a break on in here. We got one more segment left with Speed and Power here with Mitchell Walker, Megan Walker, the host brother. Uh, and again, if you guys want to join the show, we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. Great way to put a face to the voice. Speed and Power on 93.7 Ticket, ticketfm.com. We'll be back right after the break. <laughs> 